Hello, everyone. You are listening to The Wildest Podcast, a weekly personal development podcast in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Jandra Sutton, and I'm an author, entrepreneur, and speaker based in Nashville, Tennessee. Whether you found this podcast from TikTok, a friend's recommendation, scrolling through your favorite podcasting app, or you're a longtime listener, I'm so glad to have you here with me today. As always, my goal is to help you get more out of life. Like many of you, my life has been filled with a lot of changes over the years, especially over the last few months. COVID brought in a major shakeup, and while I'd love to say that all of those changes have been good, life is rarely so perfect. That said, I am grateful for many of the things that have happened over the last year and a half. I quit a job I loved to go all in on my own business. I went mega viral on TikTok, and I ended up with millions of views, almost 50,000 followers, and my content has been featured in BuzzFeed, The Independent, and more. But while there have been periods of phenomenal growth and momentum in my life recently, those are interspersed with times that you don't see a lot of on social media. These are the things that people rarely post about online, like backsliding into depression, struggling with my anxiety, fighting with my partner and my personal enemy throughout this pandemic, feeling like I've hit a wall. I have ADHD, so it's no secret that I struggle with task initiation. My executive dysfunction also means I'm highly likely to avoid things that I find scary, boring, or overwhelming. So when I say I've hit a wall, what I really mean is I feel like I've slammed into a 20-foot thick concrete barrier going 80 miles per hour, and I have no idea how I'm going to get up again, let alone start moving. And if I'm completely honest, that's where I'm at right now. I'm exhausted 24-7, the smallest things feel totally overwhelming, my creativity feels like I'm at an all-time low, and dragging myself out of bed to work every day is an uphill battle, to say the least. Right now, even recording this podcast has become difficult. Sure, there are times when I feel like I could talk about anything and everything on this podcast with endless possibilities, and I butted against the 10-minute time limit more than once, but right now, I'm struggling to come up with new content, I dislike most of what I've recorded, and I feel like I'm stuck in a rut with no end in sight. So instead of trying to force myself to talk about a topic that just isn't happening, I decided I'd talk about what to do when you feel like you've hit a wall because I'm there right now. And what works for you might be different than what works for me, but I still want to share what's helped me in the past and what I plan on doing to move through the rut I'm currently in. And my first option, hit pause where you can. When you feel like you've hit a wall, it might sound counterintuitive to focus on rest. After all, you might be thinking, why would I need a break when I'm not even moving forward? The problem is that I'm not doing anything, so how would resting, aka not doing anything more, help me recover? And I get it. I'm guilty of this myself, but you have to think about what might be causing you to feel like you've hit a wall. If you're struggling with burnout, for instance, then rest is going to be essential to recovery. It's okay to take breaks even when you feel like you haven't earned one, and sometimes a little R&R might be exactly what you need to pick things up again. For me, rest is a critical part of my recovery from hit-a-wall syndrome because I've been going so hard for so long that I didn't even realize my tank is on empty. I kept thinking that I'd rest, really rest, more than just sleeping in on a single Saturday morning once I'd earned it. Once I hit that payoff, I'd finally let myself take a break, but I kept moving the goalposts, making it harder and harder for me to get the rest that I desperately needed. Think of it like going on a 10-mile run. I hit the six-mile mark and realized I wasn't just exhausted, I was in pain and I needed to stop, but instead of heading home, like any rational person would, I just kept going. And on top of that, I decided that since I only made it six miles without stopping, I needed to run another 10 miles nonstop on top of my initial six to really earn being finished. Sure, I might slow down here and there to give myself a break, but that so-called break isn't actually resting. And when my body does hit a wall, which it inevitably will, I repeat the process all over again instead of just allowing myself to go home, rest up, and try again in a few days or weeks when I'm feeling stronger. Sounds ridiculous, right? Except I do that all the time, and I'd wager that you might do it too sometimes. 
we push ourselves to achieve something. And instead of listening to our bodies when they need rest, we shrug it off because we haven't quote unquote earned it yet, which only makes it harder for us to actually earn it because we're not operating at our best. It's a vicious cycle that just goes on and on. However, there are some times when we can't hit pause completely because we have responsibilities, we have jobs, we have things that we have to do even when we've hit a wall. And like it or not, the bills can't pay themselves. So what do you do in those situations? And that's option two for dealing with feeling like you've hit a wall, which is to break things down. If I'm overwhelmed with the number of things on my to-do list, with the size of a big project that's looming over my head, or simply struggling to come up with ideas for new episodes of my podcast, finding a way through this situation usually starts with breaking things down into smaller, easily manageable pieces. Maybe you feel like you've hit a wall at work, like you can't move the needle, or you're struggling to create anything worthwhile. Moving through that situation, getting over that obstacle, can feel like trying to lift a 500-pound boulder out of your path. And believe me, even if you don't succeed at moving that 500-pound rock, you can absolutely exhaust yourself in the process. So how do you get through it? You have to get creative. Break things down into easier-to-move pieces that you can handle. You might not be able to budge a 500-pound rock, but you can chip off a 5-pound piece and toss it to the side. Who knows? Maybe you can do a brainstorming session with a friend or a coworker, and that will give you the spark of inspiration to take a stick of dynamite to that rock and blow it out of the way. When I'm working with clients who feel like they've hit a wall, I usually have them start with a list. What's the smallest and easiest thing that you can do to move the needle forward, even if it's only by an inch? Put it on the list. That's your step one. Or maybe you're so overwhelmed that you don't even know what to do or you can't figure out where to begin. Then write it all down. Do a brain dump and get every single thing that's overwhelming out of your head and onto a piece of paper. Remember, overwhelm can cause you to freeze up, which is why it's so important to deal with the feeling of overwhelm, like knowing you have a billion things to do and not knowing where to begin, before you can actually start tackling the things that are contributing to the overwhelm. So the third thing you should do when you feel like you've hit a wall, find ways to refuel. Think about hitting a wall like you have a watering can that's run completely dry. I still have plants I need to water, things I need to do at work, at home, with my podcast, etc. But no matter how hard I try, nothing is going to come out. It's not just a matter of sitting your watering can down on the ground to rest, hoping that rain will come and fill it back up again, although that's definitely a possibility and because, like we said, rest is important. However, sometimes you have to go looking for water to fill it back up. Now, maybe you don't know which things might help you refuel when you feel like you've hit a wall, which is why I recommend doing something that I call the happiness inventory. Sit down with a piece of paper and list out every single thing you've done over the last week or so. You'll want to note every single part of your day, from brushing your teeth to drinking your morning coffee, going to the gym, talking to your friend on the phone, changing your outfit, responding to emails at work, dealing with that one coworker, or just sitting on a couch reading a book. Once you have a solid list of things written down, it's time to identify whether or not each of those activities is energizing, draining, or neutral. The first time I did this exercise, I was surprised to discover that some of the activities that I thought were restful, so-called beneficial activities that were supposed to refuel me, were actually pretty neutral. While neutral isn't bad, most of my day I discovered was being filled with neutral or draining activities, and I only had one or two energizing activities in my regular routine, which definitely wasn't enough. And the next step is pretty simple. Try to reduce the number of neutral and draining activities where you can and increase the number of energizing ones to increase your overall sense of well-being. You can also restructure your day so you have an energizing activity scheduled around your most draining one, especially if it's something you can't avoid. So if you have a weekly meeting for work that leaves you exhausted and tends to go long, schedule a coffee date with a friend or a trip to buy a new book at the bookstore right after that meeting. 
And while the happiness inventory certainly isn't a cure-all, sometimes it can give you that little boost that you need to make it through feeling like you've hit a wall. Plus, it's a technique that you can repeat as needed throughout your life because the things that energize or drain you might change from time to time. Like with all things, there's a natural ebb and flow to our lives, so it's okay if there's something that used to energize you that's currently neutral or even draining. That's why it's so important to check in with these things to kind of get a current state of being of where you're at right now and what you need in this phase of your life. Just remember to do what you can to protect yourself in your own energy, resting when you need to rest, refueling when you need to refuel, and know that you're not alone. Feeling like you've hit a wall sucks, and I am experiencing that firsthand right now. And while I wish I had some other magic techniques that would just make it all better instantly, sometimes you just have to try different things and hope for the best. Now, that's all we have time for in today's episode of The Wildest Podcast. If you want to learn more about this topic, I've included a few resources on coping with things like feeling like you've hit a wall or burnout in the show notes for this episode. You can check them out on my website by going to janderlee.com slash hit a wall. As usual, if you want to talk more about this topic, you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter at janderlee. My DMs are always open. And you can join The Wildest community by heading over to janderlee.com slash wildest to sign up for our newsletter. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Wildest Podcast. And as usual, keep working, keep striving, but don't forget to take a break if you need one. Talk soon. What does perfect even mean? Is there even such a thing?